spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Wednesday, baby! 13 days in Chad. <laughs> Yep, we're counting down 13 days. In a second, we'll talk about this mess. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? Uh, I mean, who doesn't, really? Hey, you know right? what? Can you raise your hand? If- Chad, raise your hand. You like I a do. yellow school I bus. I do, I do. Raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus. Becky Lane, are you raising your hand? Do you love a yellow yes, school bus? Yes, absolutely. Right? right. Just, there's something about the... Not really. She's a heartbeat away. So I want to let everybody know that. Uh, you know what? We should get one of those nativity calendars that counts down the days. Of, and every time we tear it, there'll be like a little piece of horrible candy. And then you take it away and it's like, oh, there's Carrie Lake. And then the next one is like a penny. And you're like, oh, there's Katie Hobbs. All right. A little while we'll talk, we'll talk about what Kamala Harris was talking about. Why they let her speak again. As I said, you know what? Um, I, I, I thought Fetterman had a bad day. Well, yeah, that was a little uncomfortable last night. Good night. Yeah, a little uncomfortable. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. It was uncomfortable. A lot of people are talking about that. So we started the thing out. Good night. Let's start with uh, how Arizona is a national joke right now. I love this state. I've been here for 27 years, something like that, 26 years. And, you know, I it was inevitable. All the texts from my friends across the country, and maybe you guys are having this too. They're like, you, you, you guys are weird out there, aren't you? Aren't you? Crazy like, yeah, easy. We're a little crazy. There's no doubt. This election season has been a disgrace for this for this state. It really has. Now, do you think it's been? Well, it's probably been going on two years if you go back all oh, the absolutely. way. So it's like it. This just isn't this election. This is you know. Right. It's just a continuance of what we have seen and felt. Right. We've got a gubernatorial candidate that cannot answer a simple question. What have you learned, specifically learned from the Latino community? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I oh, don't necessarily uh, think about it that way in those terms. I think um, I. OK, couldn't answer the question. Her opponent, Carrie Lake. Will you accept the results of your election in November? I'm going to win the election and I will accept that result. If you lose, will you accept that? I'm going to win the election and I will accept that result. So we've got one gubernatorial candidate can't answer a simple question in Katie Hobbs. We've got another one in Carrie Lake will only accept the results if she wins. But she's going to win. She just told you. Uh, I don't know if she's going to win, and and I don't really care. Maybe what she it's told the power me. of positive thinking she's trying to go with. I guess Chad, my point is, uh, aren't you a little sick of this? Oh, yeah, we I'm talked sick a, a lot of this. We, we talked about the fatigue that we're all feeling. We even took calls about it yesterday. You know, the fatigue that we're feeling. And I think you make a really good point. It's not because this is, we're, we're fatigued from this election season. We're fatigued from 2020. Yeah. We're fatigued that, what, we're the only state in the union that, what, had a, had a six-month investigation with a bunch of dopes? After the investigation of the investigation, we right. then had several wacky weeks that yeah. turned into months right. with people that came here from out of state and brought people in to count votes. And then they had that weird hearing and nothing was ever sorted out except for the right. fact that Joe Biden actually did win. We're but, exhausted. We're yeah, exhausted. We're tired. And we and, you know, so I'm getting these texts. Right. And they're like, what is going on? Do you, you, what, what's what's with the people in the war pants, as I like to call them? What's the people in the camo that are, you know, hiding their face with a bandana and they're playing dress up? It's Halloween. I guess they're doing it for the le- for the last they're two warping. weeks. Right. And they're and they're watching a ballot box. What is with that, Gatos? And I'm like, I don't know. What's with the Carrie Lake? I don't know. 
What's with Katie Hobbs running away from somebody, spilling a drink all over the place at some uh, uh, lunch place where she doesn't want to answer a question? She runs into the bathroom. What's up with that? Uh, I, I just, I don't know. You know what we never talk about? What? Policy. No. Nobody talks. Policy's boring. You sell, you never sell the steak. You sell the sizzle. And that's what people have realized. Right. And that's what people go to. It's true. It's true. We've got a guy who wants to be Arizona's top teacher and Tom Horner Republican. His best friend is a alleged pedophile in David Stringer, who they kicked out of the legislature. Well, the crazy right. right wing, as a lot of people would think here, goes, you know what? This guy's even too bad for us. Right. Is David Stringer associated with your campaign? Absolutely. Absolutely. Then the next day, we brought this guy, Tom Horn, on the show, and he lied to us. You've hired this guy to work on your campaign. No, I have not hired him at all. I Is he part of your campaign? No. Oh, that's weird, because the day before you said... Is David Stringer associated with your campaign? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Guy guy did what to two boys? Okay. Um, so, I, you know, I'm just trying to put it into perspective. And, you know, it's not all Republican. We've got Katie Hobbs, who's a terrible candidate for governor. I also think Kerry Lake is a terrible candidate for governor. But it's it's... You know, the voter intimidation, the election deniers. We've got Cochise County now saying, hey, guess what we're going to do? We're going to run the ballots through the machine, but then we're going to count them. You know what that's going to do, Chad? That's going to hold up the election. And we're going to be stuck with we don't know who won for days. Yeah. What do you think? It's just more and more and more stuff from Arizona. Not only here that we know this election season has been a disgrace, but nationally, I mean, we are looked at as a bunch of zeros that don't know what we're doing out here. Do you think... And it's annoying. I was, think, I was sitting there, I was driving home last night, I'm thinking to myself. Because we're talking about our election night coverage here yesterday, and you know, and uh, the wise man's putting everything together, and I'm thinking... Over under that we find out who is governor by the weekend? Yeah? You know, 50%? 60%? I, I don't know, maybe. I think that sounds about right. Yeah. I, I think it sounds about right. And here's the other thing. Even if we do find out who it is, how many lawsuits are going to come from it? What if Secretary of State race doesn't go a certain way? Yeah. Is that going to be? Are we going to have a lawsuit on By the that? Way, we talk about the Republicans. What if, the what, race? If, what if some Democrats said, you know what? They've said a bunch of stuff and they've, you know, sued. Why can't we jump in? Because we think that they got involved and pushed people back and there was some voter intimidation or whatever. Why not? So, you know. Yeah. It is the pastime. I, I don't put it past either party. No. And so this is what we're kind of stuck with. And I get all of you out there having all this fatigue from the text messages you're getting, from the phone calls you're getting. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister, tell me about the phone call you got last night. Listen to this, Chad. So it was Sunday. Okay, Sunday. Sorry. I got five calls from the same number. I didn't answer any of the first five calls. I just... Immediately hit the reject button. Right. The sixth time I get the call, this is all within a couple of hours, by the way. The sixth time that I got the call, I answered just you're, to see. You're curious. I'm curious at this point. What's mm. he going to sell me? <laughs> and the guy, the first thing that he says is, hello, my name is, I don't even remember. And he says, Carrie Lake is wrong for Arizona. This is a live person. This is a live person. Carrie Lake is wrong for Arizona. And then he immediately says, so, we're a polling agency, and we're wondering who you're voting for. Your <laughs> options are Carrie Lake, Katie Hobbs, or Undecided. And I literally said to the guy, you're going to lead with Carrie Lake <laughs> is wrong for Arizona, and then tell me you're a polling agency? Wow. Don't you think that's a little skewed? And that's he repeated the answer choices, and I just went, hmm. 
Could you repeat the choices? <laughs> oh, you're screwing with I was just messing him. with the guy. Yeah. Because at this point, I, I, he's not legit. No. 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 I, I don't... I, I think the worst part of that isn't what he led with. I think the worst part of that is you called me six times. It's the same phone number. Yeah. Not the same area code. Same phone number. Six times in the span of how many hours? Uh, like four or five hours. But then you picked up, man. I would have picked, picked up. picked up. And then when you picked up... Oh, God. Now so don't they you have to? You, no, you don't. You oh, know what, I pick Chad? It up. He hasn't called me back since. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he would have called you ten times. So the frustration is there here in Arizona. I think, you know, I, I don't know what percentage. I, I think there are a lot of people who are excited about probably Carrie Lake. Um, I think if you're a Democrat, you're not excited about Katie Hobbs. I think most of us normal people don't like any of 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 the people that we might have to vote for. Um, but the voter intimidation, the, the election deniers, and now we're going to count ballots by hand, and uh, we're definitely going to have lawsuits. You know, we already have lawsuits, right? Uh, well, We've already got right. people suing uh, to get the people to stop staring at the people. I, I don't even know where we are at this point in time. Well, no, you're right, because Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham already tried to sue to get the machines tossed out. That's right. They already the, did that. The tablet machines. Right. And then you got lawsuits for the people at the, uh, who was it, two or three groups have filed lawsuits uh, over the fact that there are people watching the boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just insane. We're a national joke. We really are. We're Florida of the West, but we're much... Tell me a state that is a bigger joke than we are with everything we just outlined. That's a tough one, man. I mean, I gotta be... That's a real... I didn't even... I, I was... I didn't even have... You know, I didn't even play this one. This guy's running, right? Former Republican candidate Randy Kaufman was arrested by the Maricopa County Community Police earlier this month. According to a police report, Kaufman was in the parking lot of the Rio Salado College campus in surprise when MCCPD approached him engaging in sexual acts while looking at a cell phone in his truck. Oh, the incident geez. happened just south of a preschool where children were said to be playing outside. Oh. Kaufman alleges he wasn't aware of where he parked and said he was, quote, really stressed out. Kaufman was arrested and cited for public indecency and has since suspended his campaign. My my favorite thing is I wasn't aware of where I parked. If the answer isn't I'm in my house, <laughs> you're in you're in a bad situation. I wasn't aware. Normally, I only do this at Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the drive-through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, folks, that's what we got. That's what we got from a guy whose best friend is a pedophile to a guy who's running for whatever it is. He dropped his pants, but he didn't drop out of the election. Has he not dropped? I, I thought he had been suspended. Suspending your campaign uh, is one you're thing. You're on the ballot. But the ballot's already out there. Yeah. If he won, you can't tell me. If he won, he'd be like, you know what? I don't deserve this. He'd be like, woo! That's what worries me. He's still on the ballot. His name's right there. Yep, it's right there. We are we are crazy out here. All right, coming up next. Why are, gar why are garbage trucks catching fire in Gilbert? What the heck is this? What? Where do we live? Crazy. Man? Where crazy. do we live? It's a Gatos and Chad show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad show. Stop exploding uh, garbage trucks. Name of my new band, Exploding Garbage Trucks. We got a triple EP. It's a live album. You guys are going to be excited. We've got a problem in Gilbert. Uh, garbage trucks are uh, catching fire. 
Uh, just to yet another problem we need to, to discuss. It's a danger lurking in our trash. Oftentimes, we throw stuff away, not thinking twice about it. But that's led to four garbage trucks catching fire in Gilbert just this year. What are you throwing away? Fire? No, you're not throwing <laughs> fire away. You're not supposed to do that? What? What? What are you? Are you building a fire with wood inside of your your, your garbage can, and then you're allowing? Are you throwing smoldering what? things out? Yeah. Do you have a bunch of smoldering things? <laughs> I don't get it. Like like four garbage trucks have been caught on fire, and I'm watching this story, and I'm looking at these trucks. I'm like, I can't. It's well, what are you putting in the garbage? It's what's being thrown away. That's what I'm talking about. Chemicals, batteries, paint, and more. Let's start again. What was it? Batteries? It's what's being thrown away. Chemicals, batteries, paint, and more that are causing this. Okay. So paint, batteries. What? How does a dead bat? Maybe I'm just bad at science. Does a bad battery? Of some of those older batteries. Yeah, the acid, that nasty stuff in there. Where am I supposed to put it? You Where? take it to hazardous waste. Each city has I'm, a drop off. Listen, I'm busy, Becky Lynn. Yeah. I don't have time for that. But you had a guy for that. Don't we have uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's something guy. he would totally do. Don't you go, like, when I was in California, you bought a battery. Uh, first of all, they take your other battery. And the second thing is they always charge you like $15 for disposal, and they never dispose the damn thing. They let you do it. Mm. I'm going to take my chances and throw it in the garbage. I wouldn't put a car battery in the household garbage. Yeah, they take those. But other batteries, like, I don't know, like some power tool you have and the battery dies and you toss it in the trash, that's probably... Like, what They were also talking about household products. Oh, the chemical. Yeah, but chemical. Oven cleaner. Who's throwing away? Lots of people. Why? Because that shampoo they just found out causes cancer. No, but don't you throw that away, Don't you throw stuff out after the bottle's empty? Why are you throwing away? No. Let's say you bought something and you needed a drain cleaner is a good one. Okay. So you opened the drain and all's now working. So you stick it out in the garage and cabinet. It sits there for three years till it corrodes. You throw it away. And you toss it in the trash. I don't see. That makes sense to me now. Thank you. That does make sense. Your stuff combines with uh, your neighbor's stuff that could have a chemical reaction and cause a tremendous amount of damage. Paul Montez, the environmental services manager for Gilbert says those four trucks needed repairs but weren't lost completely. As when these fires happen, operators find a safe spot to dump their entire load out. Okay, so I've never heard of a single garbage truck in my life exploding until now. No, I just never heard of it. No. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. I just never heard of it. I mean, this feels like something that would happen in Cleveland in the 80s and like Philadelphia and Chicago and New York in like the 80s and 90s. Well, that's because someone would set set it on fire. (laughs) Because God only knows what you're throwing away, uh, you know. If it's not a natural, organic, occurring thing, food, waste, paper, there's probably a better location for it. it I don't know about that. Becky Lynn said I got to take it somewhere else. Uh, my time is limited. I mean, you know, what am I? Yeah. It's probably not in the trash. It's better here. The household hazardous waste facility. It's free. Well, they need to come to me then. See? It's See be that's like, the big thing, right? Right? You, be like you need that. Shouldn't you be able to put that out in your, like, once a month? You put all your, the electronic stuff out there and let them come by, pick it up. And- there you go. There you go. I don't even know where to find that. I guess you could Google it and you find can. it easily. It's very easy. But, but uh, you know, I, but that's I an errand. I've been there. That's an yes, errand. Yes, it is an errand. Yeah, see, you got us on the errand. Yeah. And if I've never heard until now of four garbage trucks exploding when I put my crap in the garbage, I think I'm going to keep doing it that way. I got excited like, oh, yeah, these people over here are producing these special ghost chili peppers that catch fire <laughs> at certain levels. I'm like, this is awesome. Nope, not even that. No. All right. Stop putting uh, explodable stuff, I guess, in your garbage. Is that... Hazardous flammable waste. Hazardous, hazardous waste. waste. Hazardous, hazardous waste. I like that. Ha- hazardous yeah. a win waste. right there. Okay. 
Okay. Or you just move out of Gilbert and don't worry about it. You could do that. Coming up next, are you considering a second job? Plus, uh, is your rent about to go through the roof again? It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. If you know a remarkable Valley teacher deserving of $2,500, then text teacher to 411-923. Nominate a teacher today for pay tribute to a teacher. That's teacher to 411-923. It's pay tribute to a teacher presented by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, we got a lot of people getting second jobs. I mean, we kind of thought this was going to happen as we go towards Christmas. Uh, inflation is super high still, especially in Phoenix. Gas prices have come down from $5 in Phoenix. But, I mean, goodness, it's still, you know, so high. Uh, there's a new poll that is out, and uh, high inflation is pushing half of American workers to consider second jobs. Yeah. Half. It's funny because there's plenty of jobs available. What happened to the other half who aren't working mm-hmm. yet don't seem to work and don't need to work? Who are they and where are they, Chad? Well, I, I still think a lot of them are gig employees where they're, you know, they're they're doing stuff not so much under the table, but they're contractors, uh, you know. But there's I mean, what is it for every one person that's quote unquote unemployed? There's two jobs out there. Right. In theory. Right. So if you're looking at, you know, the essentials like groceries and, and housing, you got to pay, you know, your rent or your AC bill and all that kind of stuff. There are people that are looking for ways to increase their incomes because uh, we're already cutting down on expenses. I mean, you know, I, I, what's, I think Pablo said it just a couple of days ago. I'm buying less food. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's buying less food. By the way, he looks fantastic. Look at that. He's got, he, look, look at the stomach yeah, muscles. Yeah, homeless abs. Those are good. <laughs> but it's, you know, I, I think a lot of people are doing it. I think a lot of people are saying, yeah, I don't think we need eggs anymore. They're like, what are they, $4 now? $5? Yeah. My neighbor's got a chicken. I was going to sneak over in the middle of the night and steal them. I don't think it's a bad <laughs> idea. I don't think it's a bad idea because, like, these prices are not really going down. No. You know? So if so more than half of Americans are considering taking an extra job, it's like you work all week. All right. Well, you know what? I've got Saturday and Sunday now. I can go. I can go get a gig. I can can bring some extra money. Yeah. Like if especially like if there's a couple, husband and wife, whatever it is, uh, maybe, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to work a couple nights a week extra. You stay home with the kids or vice versa. So we can, you know, money for Christmas, money for school, money for whatever, you know, we need money for. And a lot of times it's just living. So here's what the study also says. Working parents are especially pinched. It's nearly 70% say their pay isn't keeping up with costs. You've talked about that a lot. You get a 6% raise from work. Well, if inflation is 13% in Phoenix, even I can do that math. Yeah. Uh, About 47% of employees with children have looked for a second job. The cost of raising a child... Uh, through high school has surged to more than $300,000. It's up roughly twenty five k from a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's expensive. They're very expensive. You're talking about I thought children? my lizards were expensive, and I'm <laughs> looking around. Going, Man, you guys yeah, are super you expensive. You got a lot my of lizards little, bring me happiness. You got a lot of little mouths yeah. to feed at your house. You got like seven kids. 
I know. It's, it's, and they do eat. Man, Jack, same thing, man. Even, you know, his mom's like, uh, you know, can you give me some money for, I'm like, what's he doing? Cause he's eating like, he's, cause he's growing. He's in this huge spurt right now. So he's eating all day. He's 14, right? Yep. Yeah, you'll have two dinners. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding. No, he's 12. My 14 oh, year old's at home here. I'm sorry. I thought Jack, I, I don't does. know why. I thought Jack was 14. Yeah. Well, Jack's, that's cause he's seven feet tall. That's true. Uh, so, but so it Jack. is a, uh, yeah, you know, and and when you hear stuff like this, you say, Democrats, this is on your watch. You could say what you want, and not all of it's your fault, right? But at the end of the day, you're still the one that controls the power, especially in D.C. No, there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Um, but they passed that Inflation Reduction Act. It's not working yet. I, we know that COVID is certainly part of it. Absolutely. We know the war is part of it in Ukraine. There's a lot of different things. And I, I mean, I would say COVID is a lot of it. Um, but yeah, the Democrats are definitely a lot of it, too. You got to have the right policies in place. But, you know, we the whole when we look back years and years from now with with how we handled COVID, not much was done right. No. Not much was done right. I don't think we saw that. Uh, you know, we, we we would have a shipping uh, problem. I don't think anybody saw that. Uh, I think some people saw, well, our kids aren't going to do a as well in school. A lot of people saw that. But if you said that, you were... You were you hated kids and you hated teachers and you didn't believe science, even though the science pointed to n- no, no, this is you're fine with this. And it still didn't matter. Well, remember, in Arizona, we got the kids back to school pretty, fast. pretty decently. Yeah, we and did. Our, our, our reading was OK comparatively. And, you know, but our math was still down. Right. But. You look across the country, a lot of kids didn't go back to school. Jack didn't go back to school for almost two years. Uh, it's because he lives in California. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, we've got uh, uh, an enormous amount of American workers trying to get a second job. Uh, you think they'll, What do you think they'll do? Tap into the gig economy? Yeah. All right, so what is that? You're gonna you're gonna uh, you're gonna Uber. You're gonna do you're gonna that Uber, kind of stuff. Uber eats that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, anything that you can do that is is. Uh, quick and easy where you're not having to go into an office. It's going to be one of those kind of things. You're going to pick up a shift that's, you know, I mean, how many restaurants are dying for people right now? Right. A lot. So, uh, still, yeah, still doctor's offices too. What do you think? They are in every place that I've gone or talked to or tried to make appointments. They always apologize, you know, because their scheduling is so off because they don't have enough people working in all aspects of the office. Answering the phone, assisting in Billing, certain things. Um, it's got to be yeah. a, set, a lot of people looking for that second job, though. So you're looking at probably something more nighttime or weekend. You know, unless you work from like five in the morning to one and then you can do an afternoon kind of thing. Well, say you, I mean, billing, you could almost take that on as a second job because you could Absolutely. do it remotely. You could do it weekends. You could do it at night. Hmm. Uh, how about rent prices in Phoenix? Cost of rent, uh, we know, has skyrocketed within the past year. Uh, I think the monthly rent, if you're averaging it out, about 2000 bucks in Phoenix. Think about that. The the average monthly rent in was it Phoenix twenty was it two thousand fifty bucks something like that. Yeah, two thousand. Let's just say two thousand. I got here in ninety six. My rent was six fifty, and it was a decent apartment in a decent part of town. I mean, it was okay. Six hundred and fifty dollars is all I. Sp- I know it's a long time ago, uh, but <laughs> that's still. It, I mean, massive. Yeah, that's just a huge. And- so what was it two years ago? It was like fifteen hundred bucks, twelve hundred bucks, something like that. So let's see. Uh, right now it's two grand. It's down sixty five dollars compared to last month. But if you compare it to last year, if I'm remembering correctly, like I think it was fifteen hundred. Did you just say that? 
Uh, Around 1,500? Yeah. So, I mean, what you're looking at is still a lot, and it's probably going to go up again. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? We could hit a recession in 2023. I have no idea. You get new leadership in Arizona. How's that going to work? I don't know which side is going to win. Is it going to be positive? Is it going to hurt our economy? I don't know. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. All right, coming up next. Uh, breaking news. What do you have? Jerry Lee Lewis died. Jerry Lee. Oh. He did? Yep. He just got inducted into the Country Music Hall yep. of Fame, Just too. died. They announced it about five minutes ago. Oh, my goodness. All right. I'm sure Becky Lynn will have it in her newscast. Yeah, she loves herself some Jerry Lee. So we love Becky Lynn. Great balls of fire. That's right. A classic. Yes. Coming up next, is Barack Obama going to buy the Suns? How about that? That is, that's now, I didn't know he had that kind of cash. He doesn't have to, he does, listen, he could just be the face of it. Well, it's, does he have all the money? No, but could he get partners in five oh, seconds? That'd be a good thing for Arizona. Next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, did you catch the Suns game yesterday? I did not, but I did catch the traffic, so thank you for that. Ah. I did know there was a fight. There was a fight in the game. And I did know on the way out that uh, uh, Clay Tom- uh, Thompson, his first time ever, he uh, he held up was four rings because he's yeah, got four rings. Yeah, taunting us. And then, and then Devin Booker's like, Kylie Jenner. And he's like, oh, you win. Yep. <laughs> uh, the reason I asked that is, uh, you know, the Suns, uh, Robert Sarver's uh, going to sell the team. And uh, guess who might buy it? The one guy who might pull it off. And I heard I'm probably breaking some news here, but I heard Obama's involved in one of the groups. And that's the one guy that I feel like they would make him the actual face. And the money guys would be so happy to have him at the front that they would just be like, cool. Yeah, you. you, you well, can- well, well, time out. Yeah. If Obama, if Obama called me, hell yeah, I'm buying him. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, if, if Obama calls me, if President Obama calls me and says, hey, would you be a part on our team? Hell yeah. That's obviously uh, Bill Simmons and uh, Charles Barkley. Yeah. So let's think about it for a second. Barack Obama owning the Suns. So he doesn't have all the money to own the Suns. How much is how much are they going for now? Uh, two billion. Okay. But they're probably going to get two point five for it okay. because there's not many of these available. OK, so if you're Barack Obama, you can get a team together. You can call Charles Barkley and say, do you want to, You want in? Yeah. And then you, you go find the real money. Sure, people. sure. You know, I'm just trying to think, would this make the team a winner? I'll tell you what, there are a lot of, of athletes that would probably love to play for Barack Obama. Because when you look at uh, the NBA, I would think that most of the players are left-leaning. And they probably like the president. Uh, you know, We're with, left-leaning till payday. Sure. Sure, yeah, but but would you? But I mean, don't you think? Don't you think there's some guys out there like, yeah, I'd like to play play for President Obama. And oh, by the way, Phoenix is a great place to live. And, and oh, by the way, they've got a lot of pieces, and uh, uh, that's a good team. And maybe I'll go there. Yeah, I think Obama. Can you imagine if Obama owned the Phoenix Suns and moved to Arizona? I mean, it'd be interesting. Well, he'd never. He would. He would be one of those owners that would be the face ish of the team. But I doubt he'd be here all that often. What would it do for the team? Don't I think you? It would be it would be it would be a good thing for the team, and uh, again, he'll have the, the the backers will show up. He'll find three or four of his Wall Street buddies. He'll say, "Hey, right. man, let's all get together and let's buy a team. It'll be fun." Barack will get ten percent of it. And he'll be minority owner, and he'll come here once in a great while and sit courtside. Yeah. It would be you know coming from what 
where coming from now, I think it would add some. What do you mean coming from now? The server, yeah. the chaos, and the twelve different owners, and nobody, you know, they're fighting. I think I think it would be an interesting thing, but yeah, he's not going to spend that much time here. No, I, I don't care if he spends much time here. I just I'm interested that he actually wants to buy the team. What about Larry Fitzgerald? I mean, Larry Fitzgerald has a ton of he money too. He would probably be a part of right. of of the the ownership group. Same well, thing with Charles. They why all couldn't Larry Fitzgerald be the be the guy that goes out and gets everybody to buy in, and then he's the face of it? I yeah. mean, I could see that too. Yeah, yeah, totally. I could see that too. I just I I always look at it like the Suns haven't won a title. My goodness, how do you win a title? Well, you got to get players that that want to play here. How do you get players that want to play here? A well, good ownership. You get a good owner. And I don't know if he... Listen, Barack Obama's not going to say who's going to play center for the Suns. But what he does is he could bring the capital, right? He could bring money here. Uh, he could a little cachet. A little quarter cachet. Yeah. You know, when we talk about ownership, is such a big thing. I mean, you look around all of sports, and you look at certain teams, and they always seem to be good. They Sometimes they're great. And even when they go down, they're down for a moment, they come back up. Because the ownership from the top down is solid and it's stable. Look at the Patriots, right? You go around and look at a lot of these teams. It's a stable kind of thing. They do business a certain way uh, where, you know. And then yeah, you can say that people. about the Cowboys, and they haven't won, a, they haven't won a, a championship in forever. Yeah, they haven't. But the thing is, is they haven't won a championship forever. That being said, they did win some championships, and they Yeah, did. it was like 14 at the time. Yeah. Would you were? Look at that little youngster <laughs> well, running around. Probably, your, probably not, but, you know. But, but still... Didn't say about good ownership. He's stable, and he's given them all the stuff. Well, that's not true. I mean, but he's also been a little bit more of a meddler. But Bob Kraft, right? That guy doesn't mess with the team. He goes mm-hmm. to the teams. He gets excited. And you look at Jerry Colangelo, what he did with the Diamondbacks. Jerry Colangelo spent the money. He bought these players. And a lot of people are saying, oh, that's so mean that you say that. No, it's not. That's how you win. Yeah. You either bring them up from the farm system, or you go out and you buy big unit. Randy Johnson. You go out and you buy... You know, guys like, you know, Kurt Schilling. That's what you do. And guys want to play for in. somebody where they know, hey, if we're close to a championship, you'll go spend the money and eat that luxury tax or do yeah. those kind of things. That's what they want. I think people wanted to play for Jerry Colangelo. Yeah. They wanted to play in this new building that was, you know, 25 years ago it was built. Uh, but Barack Obama buying the Phoenix Suns, would it be a good or bad thing for, for Phoenix uh, and would the best players want to come and play for uh, Obama? Uh, you've got a lot of basketball players who are very outspoken, uh, not only in like you know in front of a microphone, but but on Twitter about social issues as well. And that's kind of Barack Obama, partly too, on social issues, and they would mesh well. And so you could get superstars and he loves here. Sports, right? Was he on Manning Cast this past week? I think he was, right? You know, he's always doing stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's always, always seen him on Colin Cowherd for years and a bunch of other stuff. Remember, he's, always, he's always loved sports. Remember George W. Bush owned uh, the Texas Rangers, That's part right. of their Texas Rangers. So um, this is this has happened before. Hello, Arizona. There he is. There he is. Is he coming out here to campaign for Katie Hobbs, or did he just endorse I think he's her? kind of given up on that. I think everybody okay. has. Coming up next. She did, so why should anybody else You could be arrested for trying to feed the homeless in Arizona. What are you feeding them to? Next.